Hey guys. Hey. Welcome to Pretty Social Podcast. Yes. And today we're talking about hygiene. Hygiene. <laughs> this is a little bit new for us. Yeah, this is different. So I want to just kind of say where I got this topic from. Okay. So I think on TikTok maybe I seen a couple women talk about their educational hygiene, okay. feminine hygiene, yeah. and taking care of their bodies. And a lot of women have said that they weren't taught. Mm. They didn't have these conversations with their mom. Yeah. They didn't have these conversations with an adult of how to properly wash their body. You just get told, go take a bath or go take a shower, or brush your teeth before you go to bed. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? But nobody tells you, like, don't use these soaps, do use mm. these soaps. You know, whatever it is. Yeah. And also, I just updated my hygiene conversation with my kids Mm -hmm. um i had one with them years ago when they first started being able to wash and do everything on their own but now it's time for an update because they're Mm -hmm. getting older they get musty and stuff now you know you don't get musty when you're little you know you don't you need deodorant and stuff so i just updated my conversation with them Mm -hmm. and i always want to say you have to be careful especially with girls and now now the more i think about that that's ridiculous because boys have to be really careful with their hygiene. So I'm curious to know, like, how you talk to your son about that or if you leave that to dad. Oh, no. I do But you do? Okay, yeah. Because I'm like, it's important. So I actually just bought my kids. I made them little hygiene baskets. Oh, that's cute. Yes, because I want them to be excited about it and not feel like I'm lecturing them. But I'm like, I bought them, like, their own soaps, lotion, their own little face wash Uh and and moisturizer, loofahs, everything, all the good stuff. Yeah. And I actually... Went in the bathroom with them while they showered. Stood outside of the shower, yeah, of, course, of course. No looking, but... nothing. Because, first of all, my oldest would have never had it. She <laughs> already got it. She would want me in the bathroom. Aww. But um, I just kind of, like, walked them through. Okay. Step yeah. by step. Yeah. Because you think that it's just common sense, right? You would think. You would think, but it's not it's common not, sense. If you're not taught, it's not yeah. common sense. Then. And I personally struggle with knowing what to do. And I noticed mm-hmm. my body reacting to certain soaps and I didn't yeah. understand what was going on. I didn't know who to talk to. And it wasn't until I was like 14 and I mm-hmm. took a Planned Parenthood after school class. Me and a bunch of my friends signed up for it literally yeah. because it was a way for us to hang out and they had free snacks. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was a really, really great class. Class. I mean, it was one of the best classes. It was there two women in there. One of them was much older. She was probably in her 50s, and the other one was probably in her 30s. And it was the most open class. I mean, we could ask anything without judgment. I mean, they taught us everything. Yeah. Stuff that most parents wouldn't even be comfortable mm. talking to teenagers about. But it was really good for us. Yeah. And they talked to us about how to take care of our bodies. And that is when I was able to ask questions. But yeah. I thank God for that class because... I don't know how else I would have learned those things. So I'm curious, like, how did that look for you growing up? So I feel like I had, I think I had a really good rundown mm, from okay. my mom good. Um, in regards to hygiene. Um, I don't feel like I, there was, now there's things that I didn't know until I was, like, in my 20s, and mm-hmm. that sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but, and I think because some of the stuff I was afraid, and I won't say afraid, but, um maybe awkward to talk about with your parents sometimes. That's why when you mentioned that class, I'm like, that's yeah. awesome. I feel like those classes should be mandatory. Yes. I mean, obviously you get something in health education, but, but it's not. just something. And I feel like, general. and I feel like too, like, I think it is good for both sexes to have a general idea. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously 
I shouldn't say obviously, but it's common for people to get married. It's common for people to have kids and kids mm-hmm. of the opposite sex. So it's nice to know those things. Mm-hmm. But I also would love to see schools have like individual classes just for women, just Ooh, for men, yes. uh, or for girls and boys, and for them to know specifics that may be awkward for them to learn about with the opposite sex. Exactly. And yeah. I think that should be mandatory because, like I said, um, some things I didn't learn about until I was older and. I felt really weird. Like, even, like, even talking to a gynecologist, like, I wouldn't know, like, questions to ask. So I'm like, is this something I should know? Like, I feel mm-hmm. stupid at 23 and asking you feel this silly question. Even asking, but we shouldn't feel silly you shouldn't, asking. Because it's our bodies. It's our bodies. And these are, like, just normal things that literally everyone or most people experience. Mm-hmm. But because, I think, because when we're talking about like feminine hygiene they can be it's so intimate Mm -hmm. it's so intimate and you never know what's what's normal what's abnormal and then you're afraid someone to tell you it's abnormal and now you're sitting at home feeling like a freak yes (laughs) so um I mean outside of that I feel like I had a really good rundown with it um I've always been like super like picky of being clean Mm -hmm. and and just I don't know like even like to the extreme that like like in my car I have bags multiple bags of like all like hygiene stuff Mm -hmm. because I'm like I just always have been that way Mm -hmm. um but like I can't remember and I'm sure it's probably in stages of like those talks Mm -hmm. with my mom I can't like sit down and think like, oh yeah, I remember her saying that. Yeah. But I just remember knowing. You knew how to clean yourself yes. based off what your yes, mom said. Yes, I knew what to do. And funny story, this is probably a little TMI. <laughs> probably a lot of TMI. Uh-oh. So sorry, y'all. <laughs> but you know, it was it was an experience for me and whatever it has to do with feminine hygiene to a degree. <laughs> so I remember when I first started my period, mm-hmm. and. Um, I only used pads before because I was so afraid to use a tampon. Um, and then my first experience with a tampon, so my mom's walking me through the whole situation. I was freaked out. I, I think I went through like three tampons before I had a success because I was like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm sticking things in there. What the heck? So anyways, successful. Got it. And it was actually the day we were going to the pool. That's why I chose to wear, wear a mm. tampon because I Smart. didn't want to miss on, out on pool day. I wasn't about to right. sit by the pool and wear a pad. So anyways. Um, I couldn't get a tampon out. <laughs> I, I literally couldn't That's get That's scary. I literally, and I don't know if it's because I was tense and I was afraid. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, if I pull the tampon, if I pull too hard, the string is going to pop off the yeah. tampon. And now the tampon's stuck inside of me right, and I'm right, freaking right. out. And I actually had to ask my mom to help me oh, wow. get the tampon out. And well, that was, like, freaked. I was freaked out because yeah. I'm like... My mom coming in to help me. My mom was like, okay, cool, I'll do it. Like, I'll she's help mom. you. Yeah, she's that's mom. What and, I love and, about moms. and that's the thing that just. I would do it. Yes, and it just put in perspective of. <laughs> For like, my kids. Yes. Not forget me. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki! I'm going to clarify that. Nikki! I'm going to clarify that. Something's wrong with my mom. This is, I don't know how this reminds me of this, but back in the day when Bobby and Whitney had a. Um, show and like I think it was was it Whitney I feel like it was or was it Bobby I don't know one of them was on the toilet and it was constipated and the other one was like I'll help you I'll come pull it out for you <laughs> it's like what these people are crazy oh no that's too far honey <laughs> no but that scenario <laughs> even though at first it was really like nerve wracking for me to ask her like help me pull this out because I can't do it and I'm mm-hmm. freaking out 
when she like her response was like, okay yeah like yeah. it wasn't like oh you're weird or, or it was just like yeah here just relax let me help you and I realized like oh it's not as bad as I thought it was like it's not as awkward it's not like so you know even though me obviously I have a son so mm-hmm. we're very different <laughs> um but I've been able to set a tone where I talk to him as much as I can about what I know mm-hmm. and we are in a place where like I can tell him, like, and he has very good hygiene, so me saying this is not, like, saying that he just stinks. But, like, if he was playing basketball, and he comes in the house, and he's just chilling, and he stinks, I'm like, hey, you stink, go take a shower, (laughs) hey, go put on some deodorant. Mm -hmm. Only because it's, like, I want it to be comfortable to have those conversations and not be weird. Because I am someone who, I don't know why I struggle with this. Because it should just be a normal conversation. Mm -hmm. But I struggle with telling, like, not knowing if I should tell someone if they stink or not knowing if I should tell someone Mm, something that maybe could be embarrassing to them. Because it's like, I don't want to embarrass you and call you out. But then in the same sense, I'm like, God, if I ever did, Mm -hmm. like, I would want someone to tell me, like, Mm -hmm. hey, Kevin, did you forget your deodorant today? And be like, oh, my God, I did. Or something like that. Like, I know it can be embarrassing, but then it's like, but it's also normal, so I don't know why I struggle with that. I think that that's a normal, uh, a very understandable struggle to have because it can be that way. You know, yeah. I think sometimes you could cause a person to just feel incredibly embarrassed. Yeah. Um, for me, I base it off of my closeness to that person. Okay, yeah. And I base it off of... I want to almost say how bad it is or how obvious it is. Okay, so if it's like mild, it's like, okay. Yeah. But if it's like, whoa. Or if it's something I know that you have no control over in this moment. Yes, okay. Or I will try to pull the person to the side and secretly tell them because I want them to know, like, I'm telling you this because I peeped it, nobody else peeped it, so you can fix it. But it's like... If you out there in the open and everybody can see that your pants is wide open yeah. and your fly is open and I'm sitting in the audience, I'm not, I don't know, would I do would you walk up and tap them on the shoulder? Now, I've told people that. Like if, mm-hmm. if they've had like their zipper down, like hey, your zipper's down or something like that. Like that that is so well, you know what's so funny? I was at the store the other day, I was actually at the Dollar Tree on the hunt for these Goya Marie cookies. They were so hard to find, but I mm-hmm. found them at the Dollar Tree. Anyway, not the point. So there was a lady <laughs> there and she was in line, her fly was down uh-huh. and the lady at the register told her she was like your fly was down and then the lady started making jokes with her friend about how uh, oh I must be looking cute because you looking down here at my and I was like it was so so awkward awkward. to the point where I was about to get in line that I didn't even get in line I mosied around (laughs) he said I don't want to be a part of this (laughs) yeah because I did not want to be a part of that conversation and she was just like what you doing looking down there Susie or whatever the lady's name was it was just an older lady I was like this is she probably like I would never tell someone that ever again if you were in that lady's position would you have told her the lady that her pants was unzipped yeah i've told lots of people that their pants were unzipped I, like, I, I noticed I was, because that's I one thing I I, i'm looking down there but i you know i guess for me i'm like even if you thought that like i know i'm not mm-hmm. so for me i'm like if you did if you responded that way i would just been like okay well, whatever your zippers now like it's for me it's more so the intimate stuff like you may smell yeah. or that's the things that i'm like that's more embarrassing because an unzipped fly can happen to anybody and you can accident. zip it right back up but what do you do in the moment when you stink when you're and you're, you're out your deodorant, in public yeah. that's why i'm like i'm always prepared if I have to go to my car and put on deodorant or swish around with oh, mouth or anything, like it's going to be. I don't there. play about my deodorant. I yeah. don't play because and and, and it's and I'm I don't want I want to knock on wood, but 
I am never caught <laughs> slipping on the deodorant yeah. side. And also, I think that being married kind of boosted it a little bit for me and my because I'm like I can never be in a position when this man tries to touch me or be close to me oh yeah and I'm not right you know what I'm saying so I'm like on top of it where I say I'd be on top of it before but not maybe as much I'd be like oh I forgot or I'll take a shower in a couple Mm -hmm. hours whatever like I'm like I gotta be on point like because I have a man in my bed every night. And that's, so that's so, uh, um, I don't want to say weird, but it's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously, it's been forever since I've, you know, been in that type of situation. But I have heard stories of people, like, complaining about their significant other, like, not properly taking care of themselves, especially mm-hmm. down there when it's go time. Have you? I've I never have, heard these stories. I have heard. Oh, I have. Yeah, I, I have. have. Okay. <laughs> I have heard that where they're like, yeah, it's not that fresh. It's not that fresh that's down there. crazy. And that's crazy to me. Now, it's one thing if you just went and worked out and ran a marathon, now you coming in trying to, like, you, you know at that point, like, mm-hmm. what to expect. But just on a regular Tuesday afternoon, you're trying to get in there, and you like, Whoa. Yeah, I've I have now it's coming back to me like I've heard people complain about that yes, before. Yes, and yeah. okay, I'm not gonna go to that story. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is, I, like, I feel like especially if it's like your significant other, and especially if you're in love and you want to like maintain this relationship, mm-hmm. I think that's the conversation you have to have. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. you have to, and that. Is going to be hard. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine having a conversation like that. But I feel like that is important on many levels because mm-hmm. one, that could be a huge turnoff. Yeah, for sure. Huge. Easily. Like, who wants to kiss somebody and they smell like halitosis? Yes. And then not only that, but like, one thing that I didn't actually did not learn until I was older is how, um, you know, sex for women, it can throw off our pH. So if a man is not, not to say that if that dirty men do this, Mm -hmm. but if they're not keeping so much on their personal hygiene, that increases the risk of having those issues and having UTIs and things like that. And that scares me because like, so this is another like maybe too much information, (laughs) (laughs) but I had surgery when I was two. And I had a double ureter on one side. So your ureters are basically just the connection to your kidneys and your bladder. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just a small tube. Well, I was born special. I had three instead of two. Mm. And two were on one side. Well, it was causing a lot of UTIs for me when I was younger. Mm -hmm. So they ended up doing all this stuff, finding out I had it, said the best way to treat it would be to get surgery for it, have one removed, so I would just have two normal ones instead of three. So I had that done when I was two, and it decreased my UTIs a lot. Mm. But I still, every once in a while, will get them, Mm -hmm. no matter how clean, no matter, you know, whatever I do, it's just prone to me. Mm -hmm. So knowing that when I found out, like, sex can throw off your pH, and I'm like, well, I love sex. Like, that's scary. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, I I don't want to, you know, potentially be with someone who may not have the best hygiene, Mm -hmm. and then now I'm getting UTIs all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, that's. That's, that's important stuff. That's why I said, that's I feel a like... a genuine concern. Yes, it's a concern. And then, too, like, that's why I was saying, like, I think that we should have um, 
co-ed classes where everyone can learn these things Mm -hmm. so that you know because I don't think everyone knows that yeah I don't truly think everyone knows that that's definitely some things I learned um as an adult as well yeah and I think that just like kind of to touch on the thing about like being nervous about sexually active in a marriage I can tell you that When your man learns that he ain't touching you unless his hands and everything, everything are clean, is, yes. he's going to make sure it's yeah. clean. Yeah, <laughs> right, 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 yeah. If that's the only thing standing between me and my my lady, I'm going to make sure I'm yeah. clean. Because um, they don't know our bodies. Right. They don't know if you being dramatic or not. Mm-hmm. Neither, do, neither do they care. Right. If the only thing stopping me from being with my wife is making sure I'm showered, making sure my hands are clean, making sure I have good hygiene... They're probably yeah. going to do that. Okay, that makes um, sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't play those games yeah. at all because I know how delicate we are. Yeah. Um, And I don't want to get a UTI. I don't want to mm-hmm. get any type of infection. I don't want that. And I'm like, I, I, it's something that I get, I'm, I'm very on, on guard about, basically. Yeah. So I'm like, unless, don't go, like, <laughs> Darshan will, like, go oil up his beard and brush it and he come in the, in the room shining greasy hands and then you want to start touching and yeah, I'm like, like ah, no, 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 no. Go wash it. <laughs> like, I cannot. Like, them hands got to be clean, clean, mm-hmm. clean because I know that, like, bacteria, anything yes. can cause that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want anything being thrown off. Yeah. And then, even with the man being as clean as he can be, you're still at risk with you your are. pH. Like, there's certain yeah. things you have to do. Like, you're supposed to go use the restroom after yeah. sex. And and those are things to... that I did not, again, learn until mm-hmm. I was an adult. Yeah, because those will cause you to have infections. Yeah. You So you're supposed to wash after mm-hmm. sex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those are things that throw you off. And it took me some time to learn those things. And it took mm-hmm. me some research to learn those things. Like, you're not understanding what's going on. And then you think it's you. You think you're blaming yourself. Yeah. But it's like... No, it's because you, ha- you know, there are certain things and it's like, who is, who is sitting us down and telling us these things? Yes. We got to figure this stuff out on our own and research exactly. it on our own. So Google it's like. Google has been my best friend in those Google. regards. Because I'm like, I ain't going to ask no more because what if I'm weird? So let me just Google it and see what's normal. Yeah. <laughs> oh and it's, it's so, it's so important to have those conversations. So I have, I'm learning from experience and I'm mm-hmm. giving my daughters all the game. Like, yeah. obviously I'm not talking to them about sexual health mm-hmm. yet as far as hygiene. Yeah. But when they married, I'm mm-hmm. for sure going to get them the game. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, do you have to like Google? Like, how do you know about how to take care of boys health and before you answer Mm -hmm. um i just want to talk about how like growing up i heard things about boys that became kind of normal for me and now in my marriage unacceptable of course and my man is not like that he's not nasty but i used to hear guys say things like oh i specifically remember a grown man saying when i was like a teenager like girls is different y'all gotta shower every day y'all gotta bathe every day dudes we be out here man so we we take a shower two maybe three times a week it's just and i remember like internalizing that as like that's a guy thing like no. guys aren't good no. with hygiene yeah and then even uh i've heard another guy when i was grown say the same thing like <laughs> he was making a joke about he just played basketball when he came to hang out with me and my roommates and he was just like yeah man my balls stink blah 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 and um y'all lucky like or or something like girls can't do this girls can't y'all can't be caught slipping y'all gotta men can yeah and you think we like that (laughs) 
and now and and it it took until I was married because I don't think I oh dealt my. with nobody. Who, actually, I did have an ex who would show up sometimes after playing basketball, funky, and I had to force myself to spend time with him during those times. Been there, um, but I wouldn't let him touch me. But I did spend mm-hmm. time with him. But I don't have to worry about that now in my marriage. And but now looking back on it, I'm like that's disgusting. Like I would not never accept that. And yeah. I, like so. <laughs> Obviously, you think that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's too. ridiculous. Yeah, but no, yeah. how do you know how to teach a boy about how to wash their parts? Um, I I don't know how I really went about it. I just you know kind of just told him how to like. Did you Google? Did you ask? Oh yeah, somebody? Google. I, okay. I said Google's my best friend in okay. those in those regards. Because like, I would be on Google like yes, I Google everything. Um, <laughs> and you know, just. In those aspects where it's more intimate and it can be very embarrassing, especially for a boy coming from his mom. Yeah. You know, I I try to be very cautious, but I also am very thorough in what I say. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, even with him, I've been the type of person who I would typically use, like, proper... Um, anatomy, like the words yeah, for it, and not too. like now oh, you're wee wee or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like let him know, and then also letting him know not just how to keep himself clean. And Nate's like me; he's a he's a shower every day, sometimes mm-hmm. two times a day, depending on how busy he is and mm-hmm. working out and things like that. Um, so, and there was only like a spurt, and I feel like a lot of boys do go through this that I've at least heard. Where they just don't want to, like, they're just like, I don't care. I don't want to do it. It's not that they're just lazy, you know, mm-hmm. and they just don't want to get up and brush their teeth. They don't want to get up and shower. Mm-hmm. But that was a very short spurt, and now he's, like, super into it. Um, but also, like, checking himself and making mm-hmm. sure things are normal. And mm-hmm. to always let me know mm-hmm. if things are mm-hmm. abnormal. And we even do, I mean, I... Obviously, don't check him in that all the time. He knows to let me know if something's abnormal. And and obviously, nothing in that regard has been. But if there is anything abnormal, like if something's like, oh, this is weird. I just found this out here on my collarbone or something like that. Then he lets me know those things. Mm -hmm. And I want to have that space because I don't want him to be like, oh, this is weird. I'm afraid to talk to mom about this. Let me just be quiet. Mm Kind of like how I was with certain things. And um, even like his doctor, his pediatrician, he's had... Since he was born, he has the same one, and um, you know we even talk about those things with him, and she lets him know, like, hey, is everything down there good? You know, have you noticed anything? You know, all this stuff. She talks to him about, are you sexually active? Like all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I love that because I want those conversations Mm -hmm. to be normalized. I want it to be. If there's ever anything that you need to talk to me about, you can talk to me about. But um, I also. And I don't know because I don't, obviously I don't have daughters, but me being a woman, I feel like, at least from what I know with men's health and men's hygiene, it is a little bit more straightforward Mm -hmm. than it is for women. You Mm, know, women, we have to take a lot more special care in certain areas where men don't have to worry about those things. I mean, even down to us, like, going to the bathroom and how to wipe. You know, those are things that we teach our our kids early, our girls Mm -hmm. early, where men, they don't have to, you know, think about that. Think about it Yeah, so it's like, um, I I, I would say that it's an easier, straightforward conversation Mm -hmm. with a boy. Yeah, I I can see that. And And that's one thing I was curious about, too, like, 
is there special things that you have to teach boys? And I, I feel like my husband would take the reins on that if I yeah. had a son. But um, I definitely, yeah, it is a lot more detail with women. Like one thing that I didn't know growing up that was like when I was an adult, probably like 17, 18, I learned this. But you can't use the soap that you use everywhere else. Oh, yeah, no. And Here. I, I actually didn't. Now, that is one thing I did not learn until I was older. Yeah. Um, I think I was like 17-ish yeah, when I learned I that. I was older, and I realized that, which I was like, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And I've come across many adult women who I've shared that with, mm-hmm. and they were like, Change things. <laughs> I think people just assume soap, clean, you're good. Mm-hmm. And and I think, too, you have to learn your body. So, again, for me, I have to know, which, again, sorry, if this is a lot of TMI, it's TMI, who cares? We're talking about Grow health. up. <laughs> um, but I have to be super cautious about any type of, like, feminine uh, products I use, not just, like, to wash with, but, like, tampons and pads. I have, through experience... I can't use like anything that's scented mm-hmm. um, or synthetic. I hear that a lot. It's it's all bad. Mm-hmm. It's all bad if I use something like that. Um, I have to use like either all fully pure cotton or a pure cotton top if I'm using a pad or a tampon because it just it's just not good for me. And you have to. I think people have to understand is that like or women I should say have to understand is that like our bodies are different. Our bodies respond to products differently and. It's okay. Like, if you, like, have a bad experience with a pad, it's not like you're weird or you're disgusting. Because at mm-hmm. first, when I had a bad experience, I'm like, oh, my God, like, what's wrong with me? Like, am I dirty? And I'm like, oh, no. It's just I can't have scented products mm-hmm. on my pads or on my tampons. Um, so that's something I didn't learn until I was older neither. And that's not for everyone. I'm not saying that's a, you know, That's something standard, you have to kind of learn through But you experience. have to learn through experience. Mm-hmm. And, um but I still didn't know that that was a thing. I didn't mm-hmm. even know that that was something that could happen. You yeah, know? you just so you kind of think about it like, what is wrong with my body? Yes, that's first. what it was. It was like, oh my god, like something's wrong with me. And then again, it wasn't until great Google that I go, I'm like, <laughs> oh wait, okay, this does happen to people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I definitely. So I mean, I've had things that I had to learn from Google, yeah. and you know what? It goes back to like how doctors. I, I don't want to say doctors don't know everything, but they don't freaking know everything. Like, they will have you so confused, and you come to find out it's just I'm using the wrong soap, and my body's not reacting to it well. Like, I, I actually don't use tampons at all. Yeah. Funny thing is, I don't know how to even use a tampon now. Oh, it's just been that long? It's been that long, because mm-hmm. I think I tried to over the last year or something like that after, like, I don't even know, probably 10 years yeah. without using it, and... Oh, it's like, what is I'm trying, what am I doing? I put am it on. Am I putting it in the right place? And I left, and I was so uncomfortable. I couldn't oh, even get out the door good. Wow. I don't know how to put them back on, but I truly don't want to. Yeah. Not for me. Right. You know what I mean? It's exactly what is comfortable for you. It was the more comfortable yes. thing for me for years. But then I just realized I don't like them. Yeah. I don't like them. So yes. why do I keep using them? And I used to think that, and I know this is stupid and silly, mm-hmm. but I used to think that pads were childish. Like that was oh, for really? like, yeah, like young girls. I 
still, I mean, I, I do both, but I'm still team pad. Oh, I'm team pad all day. Yeah. I love pads. They make me feel cleaner. They yeah. just make me feel happier. Yes. Um, safer, everything. Even yeah. though, honestly, I don't even barely get pairs anymore. Yeah, um, mine are super light now. Yeah. I don't know what's going Which on. Which I'm not going to complain. I love it. I'm not complaining, but then I'd be like, Jesus, am I pregnant? Oh, I know. That could be scary. <laughs> I'm that just thinking of today, like, I got a slight hint of cramps and then... It went away, but I'm like, that's been happening every month. Like, I'll get a little bit of cramps, and then they go away. And I'm just like, Lord, did you tell me something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I think that um, it, it's about your comfort level. Yeah. Um, and then learning your body. Those feminine washes and soaps and stuff, I don't, I can't rock with them. Yeah. Um, I heard that douches. Okay. I've never used I've a never douche. Used, I've never used one either. Me, yeah, I was going to say me neither. Duh. I know who said it. Um... <laughs> I've heard bad things about them. I have too, and I okay, don't. And I too. don't know, like if that's just if it's experience. True, and I haven't did research, but I've also felt like, for me, I have my own routine that I'm comfortable with, that I'm happy with, that I'm like I don't feel like at least at this time that I would need to explore that option. Mm-hmm. If, but I, from what I have heard, I've heard like not great things. Yeah, I've heard that it's not good for you because. Don't they put, like, vinegar in it or something? I have no idea. It's something crazy. But I'm like, I'm not putting that in me. <laughs> right. They said, I've heard that it, like, dries you out or something oh. like that. Yeah. But I'm like, that. I just feel like that's super unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it is unnecessary. Um, I think you just need to make sure you're, this is just my opinion, like, please, <laughs> like, use discretion. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as long as you're keeping yourself clean, you're using the products that are, um that your body can respond well to mm-hmm. and you're doing that daily. Um, I feel like that's really all you need. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I remember learning back in like, I don't know, I feel like it was like eighth grade and health, like our vagina is actually really a self cleaning Clean oven. oven. It is. Literally. I mean, yes, you need to make do maintenance on it for mm-hmm. sure and you need to keep clean and you need to like just like you would with a oven, mm-hmm. if something spills, you're gonna wipe it down. You're not yeah, just gonna leave it leave there. It you know, there, things yeah. like that. Um, so I don't know, again, enough about douches, but I don't, I personally don't think they're that necessary. Yeah. Because our body does what it needs to do as long as you're just doing what you're supposed to do to keep things clean. Yeah. And if you must, I think do your research, talk to a doctor, see what's the best ones. Like, because I personally have only heard negative things about them. So, yeah, I think... Just be careful. Yes, please be careful. <laughs> Especially please be if careful it's like with everything. In it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Be anything that you're putting it. in there, even like, I mean, you know, the conversation about um, sex that we were talking about earlier and condoms. Some people have latex allergies and sensi- yeah, and, and maybe not even allergies, but sensitivity. Like sometimes all guys have a latex allergy. Yeah. Oh, yes. Please. <laughs> yes. Don't just take that as an excuse for right. that. I'm just saying, women. Right. Right. <laughs> not, not that I, you know, men. You guys don't have to be careful, but. <laughs> women please understand that too so if you're getting like bad like reactions after sex and you've been using condoms maybe look at that and see if that's something that could be flaring up some issues mm-hmm. um you know one thing i did not learn which is kind of embarrassing is um i didn't learn so much about i mean you know about cycles like our ovulation things like that different cycles our bodies go through as women throughout the months but I did not realize that there is, I always knew that there was like abnormal discharge. Mm-hmm. Like you learn that in, I don't know, 
really early Seventh in health. Grade, yeah, like about like what kind of abnormal um, discharge to look for. But I didn't know that there was normal mm. discharge. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then how that can change throughout your cycles. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously women, we know, um, I, I shouldn't say obviously because I was much older, mm-hmm. but you know, it's much different when you're ovulating and it can look kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was, when that happened to me, I really was like afraid to ask because I'm like, I feel normal. I feel okay. I don't feel like I have something mm-hmm. or that like I have a UTI or anything. But I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. And again, it wasn't until I Googled it and I was like, wait, oh, this is like so like and super how normal. Would you no, know? you know what I'm saying? You don't get to see women ain't out here just talking about discharge. Every right. Day. They're not just like, oh man, it's really. Right. Or sending you a picture of it. <laughs> right. I think somebody sent me a picture of that before. Really? Like to ask you if they thought it was normal? Uh huh. Really? I was trying to think if it was you before I was it was it you? Was it me? Oh, was it you? Okay, somebody <laughs> did though. I would never. I would. I didn't even talk to no one about it. I had to Google okay, it. Okay, somebody I'm close to though, because I'm. I, it's and no, me. And, and I'm sorry about that reaction. I shouldn't discourage that. <laughs> if you feel comfortable yeah. with someone, okay. I just know me, and I know that I would be so uncomfortable to do something oh, like that. I would so too, that's but, why I reacted that way. The person who did it, they, they, I don't remember who it was, but I yeah. know that it was somebody I was obviously close to. Yeah. And I also had to check myself in that moment because I was like. You know, yeah. so grossed out. But um, I was like, they, they're they coming to me for help. This yes. is my friend. Like, get over it. And yes. I got over it. And I helped yeah. them out with whatever it was that we talked about. But yeah. um, that's not a common thing, you know. Yeah. So it's, how, how are we not supposed to be feel weird? Feel weird? So I'm glad we're having this conversation Thank today. You. Because that's what Pretty Social is all about. Like, yes. we want to make the uncomfortable comfortable. Yeah. We want to break down those walls of taboo like mm-hmm. oh it's hard to talk about this i actually remember i was watching an episode of steve harvey i think he used to have a talk show yeah, yeah he had a talk show okay. and there was a, a a gynecologist on there she was like some specialist or whatever and um they had women call in to talk about you know ask her whatever they want to ask her yeah so Steve Harvey was sitting there next to the lady and the lady calls in and she was saying that I have a really bad odor oftentimes after sex. Okay. And Steve was so disgusted, like disgusted. He wanted really? no parts of that conversation. Like he was truly disgusted. Like this is too much. This is for private women talk. This should not be like he didn't wow. say that. But that's how. The but reaction. that was what he gave. And if I can find it, he basically came out and said like. And she was trying her best to ignore it and coach her through like what it might be that's oh, throwing wow. her pH off and how to and telling her that that can be very normal yeah. and this is how you prevent it and. It was just so uncomfortable for Steve that I feel like nobody would probably want to call and yeah, ask anything else. Yeah, like that. And I, I, it just makes me wonder, like, yes, we, we need to normalize it, but how much of it do you think should be normalized to share with everybody? Like, do men need to know about discharge and whatever th- about that's going on with mm-hmm. our bodies? Or do they, you know, like, how much of it sh- should be... Because when I was growing up, mm-hmm. another sidebar, um, when I was growing up, I grew up with my grandparents and for a long period of time before I lived with my mom. And my grandfather was like very, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to know it. Like mm-hmm. if I, I remember like times where I would come up the stairs to go to the bathroom. I would unbutton my pants at the top of the stairs because I'm like got to pee real yeah. bad. And he would be like, don't ever do that again. Like, 
you know, or mm-hmm. like if I when I first started my period or whatever, and I would wrap it up and put it in a yeah. trash can, I got a serious talking to about. I don't ever want to see that. I don't want to know that you wrap that up in a paper towel, you hide it, you take it outside. Like, yes, he was oh. like that, <laughs> and. Wow. You know, um, he was also on me about my hygiene. You need to bathe every night. You need to be up fresh and clean clothes. Like, you know, yeah. everything like that. He was like that. And I feel like maybe it was a little bit old school. And yeah. it makes me curious, like, how much should we be open about with men? So I feel like men, I feel like men should know maybe not everything. Like mm-hmm. at 100%. I don't even say should. I don't think it's necessary for them to know every single intimate detail Mm -hmm. but I think it's important for them to know a lot Mm -hmm. again going back to if you plan on getting married if you plan on even if you're not getting married you just want to spend life with someone um if you plan if you plan or just have a daughter Mm -hmm. you know I think it's things that you should know and I think it's a little I don't want to say weird that's not the word but I think it's just different that like there are men who don't want to know at all like you mentioned about your grandpa like I don't want to know I don't want to see I don't want to I don't know I I guess I don't get that mindset Mm -hmm. and maybe it's like an old school thing and that's Mm -hmm. just how they were taught that's how they were raised um I feel like they need to know about like I mean I think it's common knowledge that women have periods and stuff like that so I don't think that's a shock Mm -hmm. but I feel like you know, let's, so what we were talking about earlier about discharge. I think, you know, I didn't learn that until I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And I think if a man knows that, then they may not shame a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they would understand a woman's body and how it operates. Um, and you're talking about the pH situation and keeping themselves clean so that, you know, we don't get sick from things. Um I think it would be good for them to know everything. That way they would understand us better. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, like, I would sit down with my son and go over, like, how I insert a tampon, you know? Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, not necessary. I don't think I would have to go through that. Now, I'm very open with talking about my son, talking to my son about, like, oh, I gotta go gra- grab a tampon real quick. Or I got, like, I don't mind that. Like, it's normal to me. And I don't mm-hmm. mind me saying I have to go upstairs and grab a pad real quick. Or I need to... You know, and he doesn't seem like it so much bothers him. He's just like, okay, mom, I didn't even know all that. And I'm like, sorry, I just, yeah, just, you know, that's is. interesting because a couple things like, so me and me and Darshan, we don't, we don't share stuff like that. Like the, the very, at the very least, he'll find out I'm on my period because I'm like, we can't have sex. I'm on my period, but that's um, it. Okay. We don't talk about that stuff. Like, honestly, it's even weird. Low key talk about discharge and stuff, knowing he going to listen to this. <laughs> Like, but I think it's good because it's then good. they they know. But he don't be with that. Like you know, some couples oh, some are people just super don't want comfortable know. with each other. Like he don't even want to tell me like, about your bodily fluids. Or like they <laughs> be in the bathroom while the other one is peeing or pooping. Like no. oh yeah, no, we I'm don't not even not even that. for the pee. We don't do like yeah. That's just a little. That's, that's a, a little that, much. Hey, y'all can have that. We yeah. don't, you know. But also, like when it when talking about periods and tampons and stuff, mm-hmm. like that is something that we move a little secretive about around our shine. You know what I'm saying? Like really? it's not no, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's a lot of separate because we have all girls. It's a lot of things that's like just way off limits for him. Okay, it's just not gonna be talked yeah. about around him. It's just gonna be shut down. But I'm wondering, like. 
am, am I setting a standard to where they feel like they have to hide things from men? Oh. Men, this is not men's business, okay. but that's the way I was raised. And with my grandfather being that way, my grandmother reinforced it. Have, oh. Matter of fact, let me tell y'all, and this, this may be TMI, maybe not. Yeah. My grandmother is the most... What's the word I'm looking for? You would never know that she number twoed. You would oh. never know that she very had a period. About Extremely things. discreet. Like I mean, I lived with this woman almost almost my childhood, and yeah. I can never tell you when she was off. Never. Like mm-hmm. she didn't play like that, and we did. We weren't a family like that. That was like there was no passing of gases in front of each other. Yeah. There was no, we would, we just wasn't like that. And so when I would be around other families that would be comfortable doing that in Mm -hmm. front of each other and stuff, and even like, oh, don't be so uptight. I'm like, this is literally the way I was raised. Like those things were very, very private. You handled them in secrecy. (laughs) And you know, there was not any comfortability about it. Like my grandma, I couldn't even dream of having a conversation with her Mm -hmm. about like discharges and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She might be like, shh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're very old school and that's yeah. the way that I was raised yeah. and I have brought some of that for sure into my own household. Okay. So I'm like, dang, do I want to keep perpetuating that same thing with my daughters to where yeah. they feel like this is the secret things? Yeah. Should it not be, you know? I feel like too, you have to, you know, you talked about the comfortability. I think you have to also understand the comfortability. If the person that you're having these t- conversations with, and I guess we're talking about women, um, if you're talking to your man about this stuff and it's extremely uncomfortable for him, then obviously don't press the matter. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mm-hmm. keep talking about something that's going to make you uncomfortable. Right. Like, you know, especially even if we had, like, even if I, let's say I was married and he didn't want to hear any of that kind of stuff, and let's say we had a daughter, like, then I would just know, okay, like, I'm the one that's going to handle that. Like, I'll have these talks, she can come to me, like, and that would just have to be, like, the standard mm-hmm. in the house. So, like, I don't want to, I don't want people to be um, uncomfortable and really awkward, mm-hmm. but, like I said, in in my household, I want I want there to really not be limits Mm -hmm. and boxes. And I, not only in regards to, like, hygiene and whatnot, but even sex. Like, I'm, like, ask away. Mm -hmm. Like, some of the conversations we've had, I'm like, oh, my God, Jesus, Lord, have mercy. (laughs) Give me strength. But I I want that standard of we can talk about these things. I'd rather you know and and take care of yourself. And and know from me Mm -hmm. and whatever questions you may have, whatever thoughts you may be experiencing, whatever you may have heard, like if there is something going on in your body and you're not sure about, I want to know those things because if for some reason it is potentially abnormal, then we can go to the next step mm-hmm. and we can figure out what mm-hmm. that is and not, you know, quote unquote, suffering in silence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's so much better, you know, to just be open and honest. And that's one thing too, that I kind of worry about with my girls. I'm hoping they grow out of it, but mm-hmm. like, they don't like to talk to me about these things. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to drag it out of them. And even when I do, they're like, ugh, can this be over? Like, it's almost even a joke now where I have to like pull, like physically pull them mm-hmm. into my room and say, sit down. We are talking. <laughs> they be like, no, we don't want to. They be laughing about it and stuff. Yeah. But they low-key be serious at the time. Like, why? And they'll sit down and they'll talk to me mm-hmm. and we'll finally eventually get into it. And they're like, okay, is this over now? Mm-hmm. Are we done now? No, I and do. Re- like, I, I, re- 
remember having some of those feelings, especially like like being younger and having the sex talk um, mm-hmm. with my mom. Um, it was awkward. Mm-hmm. It was awkward because how old were you? Oh God, I don't know. It was it was in middle school. Mm-hmm. It was in middle school. Um, I can't remember the age, but um, I remember. I mean, we. I had been told about sex before then. Like, and, and really before that, it was really just, like, my parents reinforcing, like, don't have sex until you're married um, type deal. But, like, the actual sex, sex talk. I was in middle school, and, um, you know, I had already heard about sex before. Obviously, I, didn't, I had very limited knowledge, but um, it just felt so awkward because, I, because, you know, one, you're told don't have sex before your mar- before marriage, and then it's almost like that taboo, like that forbidden fruit that you're not supposed to really talk about. Mm-hmm. So it felt so awkward in that moment. And that's, and like again, me remembering how I felt. And it wasn't because, like, anyone else made it awkward. Mm-hmm. It was just my own, my own feelings about it at mm-hmm. that age. It's like, that's why I want to try to change that trajectory with my son. And I started talking to him younger, at a younger age, about sex. Mm-hmm. And talking to him about all these things at a younger age so that it would feel more comfortable mm-hmm. and more natural. Like, oh, you know, it's not like I'm getting sat down at 15 by my mom talking about sex and now it's so creepy because, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's like we've already had these conversations. Now we can talk more in depth about certain things. And um, I, I just... In, in my mind, I would love that to be the norm for everyone. I would love that to be the norm to just sit and talk about mm-hmm. whatever because it is just – it's our bodies. Mm-hmm. It is our bodies. And, and I don't think that there should ever be a time where we don't understand our bodies, mm-hmm. that we don't have the knowledge um, of what is normal, what is abnormal, and and – to be afraid about that. I really want us to be comfortable. And it makes me even think about, like, you know, the comfortability of, like, the gynecologist, Mm -hmm. which I don't know, comfortability or lack of comfortability (laughs) for some people. But I remember, like, my first few visits. Mm -hmm. um, And it was so uncomfortable, which obviously it's something brand new. Mm -hmm. I I would expect the Mm -hmm. uncomfortability. But, um... It was so uncomfortable until I realized, like, this is normal. This is yeah. normal. They do this all the time. It was more so me, like, you got me up here straddled, legs spread out to a stranger, <laughs> you know? And that yeah. was what was uncomfortable. So when I realized, like, this is literally their profession, they don't care about none else. Just let them do their thing. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, okay, yeah. that's it. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, I had some really horrible experiences with my very first experience with a gynecologist I was 16 and I only went because I had extremely difficult um uh period pain like cramps and it was a really horrible Mm -hmm. (laughs) experience because he was not professional and something ended up happening to him where he lost everything which I can tell you based off my experience why he probably lost everything because I'm pretty sure that wasn't I wasn't the first person who that happened to and it was my first and it's so crazy like just a quick little side story he he for sure molested me um for sure but I was 16 and I didn't have a voice and my mom like literally sat in the car while I went in there Mm -hmm. and had my appointment and 
I and and because this was my first time, I did not know what was going on. Yeah. Had I been to a few before, I would have known off the top that this was wrong. Mm-hmm. Because one, they have always typically, especially for young girls, I can't think I don't think that's been a thing since I've been older, but they always have a nurse in the room. Mm. Um, when I was younger. And I think that may be a thing they only did with male doctors. I don't know. Okay. They claim that it's not. They they claim that it's for the protection of the doctor, so that they can't they come back and say they did something. Exactly. You know, they but have a, it should be in for protection of the patient. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that they don't do anything. But the weirdest thing in the world was that the nurse in there had her back completely turned to us the entire time. Well, then she how didn't could move. you? How could you? say anything one way or another it was so awkward because in the in the future when i've had a nurse in there she usually would talk to me and we would talk yes. and she would try to normalize it like oh how's your day the weather blah 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 this nurse she had it was almost like there it was their thing like she literally had her back turned the entire time facing like the sink like she was working on something she was completely silent the entire time the whole room was completely silent the entire time the way he did everything was extremely inappropriate. Yeah. Um, and I knew that it 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 seemed weird, but I thought I was just being immature yeah. and I didn't know, you know, how this is supposed to work, which I really didn't because yeah. Yeah. I never had one before. And it wasn't until later in life that I realized this is how this is supposed to go. That was not how it was supposed to go. Yeah. And he ended up not at that place anymore. I think I like tried to see if I could do anything about it years down the yeah. line and it was like oh yeah he's not even licensed anymore so yeah. um yeah but that sucks that really does suck <laughs> so mm-hmm. you have to be careful another thing that we should be educating our girls about I don't think I should have experienced that by myself at, right. at 16 I, right. I should have had an adult there with yes, me yes um, I agree maybe that's something that we should be talking you know we should be just prepped on these things nobody should be walking into these things blindly yes because that's a very vulnerable position to be at as the gynecologist and um when you're new to it, you you don't know, mm-hmm. and it's scary. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to be careful with that. Now, did you after that were you kind of like straight away from male gynecologists, or were you okay still opened up seeing them, or did you kind of go straight over to female gynecologists? Um, I did eventually go over to female gynecologists. Mm-hmm. I only seen one other male gynecologist, but I didn't. It took me a long time to realize that something was wrong, though. Yeah. I really thought it was just me, like mm-hmm. that. I was just weird and and while it was happening i literally just laid there frozen like a a piece of ice cube or something because i didn't know how to move like Mm -hmm. it's just the way that a doctor is supposed to touch you and the way they're supposed to be yeah and it was so far from that that i was like you know um and and even just thinking about it just not to go into too much detail like i was there specifically for pain but i I, I was I had all everything off in that room. Mm. No dress, yeah. nothing. I'm just yeah. laying on the table and he doing breast exams and everything and I'm mm-hmm. like, I didn't even come here for all this. Right. Like, right. You like know? what's going on. And I just and I beat myself up so much because I'm like, common sense tells you that what he did was not necessary. But you don't know when you're yeah. new to you it. Didn't. And so it didn't make me stray away from men. I seen one other male gynecologist and he had his own practice. He was much older. This guy was and the thing about it was he was young. He was a nice looking young man. Mm-hmm. He didn't I mean and sometimes when we think of men who do these things we picture them to be old pervert creepy looking guys and I went to an older guy and he was so professional Mm -hmm. 
And I think he was the first person after that that I was like, oh, this is how it's supposed mm-hmm. to be. But then like, as I got older, I started being more comfortable with women only. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. But it didn't make me write off men. Yeah. Um, it just, you know, it wasn't until I got older and I learned it on my own. So, yeah, yeah. just got to be, got to. Yes, have these conversations. Yes. Have these conversations, have them, especially with your children, nieces, nephews, whoever mm-hmm. looks up to you. Have them in your circles. Like, be okay with mm-hmm. talking to your doctors. Be okay with talking about these things, especially if it's something that's concerning you and you're not sure. We just want to normalize, like, knowing about your body and knowing, you know, what's good and what's not good mm-hmm. for you. Absolutely. Yes, this was a great episode. I love it. Like I said, this is what Pretty Social is about. Just, mm-hmm. like, talking about those subjects that nobody wants to talk about. Yes. Like, everybody mm-hmm. want to talk about relationships and what you want in a man and what yeah. you want in a woman and what's the best sex which those conversations is fun too they no are cap. fun yes. but you know we gotta talk about the ugly stuff too about everything. Stuff everybody don't want to talk about so yes this okay, was a great girl. episode it was good so as always everything's gonna be in the description um you can find us on all streaming platforms um and make sure you subscribe yes subscribe so you don't miss another episode and uh that's it that's it all bye right, y'all. bye